Hello, hockey fans. Coming to you live from Warrior Ice Arena for this very delayed episode four of the Founding Four podcast. My apologies. I got a little bit gassed from covering the WNBA finals that went the distance. Game five in Washington, D.C. was on Thursday. Congratulations to the Washington Mystics, their first ever WNBA title. And congratulations to their regular season MVP Elena Deladon as well as the finals MVP Emma Miesemann just loved watching Miesemann but back to hockey uh, as we have uh, one of the junior teams here on the ice now just finished wrapping the third game of the NWHL season. I had two games up here with Boston. I was in Connecticut last weekend so gonna bring you some sights and sounds well, it's a podcast, so really just sounds from this second week of action here as Boston sweeps Buffalo and in dominating fashion. So I was able to speak to a few players from both teams, and I'm going to bring you those interviews on this episode of the Founding Four podcast. All right, first up on this episode of the Founding Four podcast, let's hear from head coach of the Buffalo Buttes, Pete Parham. First of all, he pronounces his name correctly for us. You know how I am a, a stickler for pronunciations, so we get that from Pete Parham. And then we get his, his thoughts about how his team performed, and he talks about the Boston team. He talks about how his team can improve, but some of the bright spots that he saw from his Buttes team. So here's my interview with Pete Parham. First of all, Coach, can you just pronounce your last name for me so I get it right? Sure, Param. Yes. Straightforward. Yep, it is. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Coach, wanted to talk to you. Um, you've got three games under your belt, able to really establish a pretty good uh, game against Connecticut, but had some struggles here this weekend. What are you taking away from these three games? Well, let's start by saying Boston is a great hockey team. We respect that. We came in knowing that. We came in with a plan and. While I think we maybe went off the plan a little bit, I think we still gained some valuable lessons from this hockey team. It's a new team. Not a lot of the players have played together for a long time. So this is a, you know, a little adversity, but a positive adversity in the sense that we'll be better just for it. So we're taking a positive out of this completely. That's a good hockey team out there, though. Yes, absolutely. Very good hockey team. But you've also been able to see that you've got some bright spots on your team, I think, from Kareen Bowie, who really showed a lot of leadership, particularly in the in the waning moments of this game. But then also looking at Brooke Stacey, who's been able to step it up offensively. And then on the defensive end, I mean, you've got Fujimagari that I think has really put herself on the map, even though it's only three games in this short in this short season. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not just those three. You know, we've got uh, MJ Pelche, who's uh, uh, really stepped into a role of, of leader and, uh, and, and those that you mentioned. Fuji is uh, a great, great competitor and, and uh, just really a positive influence in the, in the dressing room. And we take a lot of uh, our character from that. You know, and I'm glad actually that you mentioned Peltier. We've been talking about her a lot. I was worked on the Connecticut broadcast and then this weekend as well. But it really stands out when you look at a team that's had a lot of turnover. You're going to have to have rookies step up. But to have her as an alternate captain, you know, can you talk us through what went into that decision and why this franchise really trusted her to come in this rookie year and be a leader? Sure. She, I mean, she came in day one. She came into camp 
uh, with a goal, with an objective, with a passion for this game. Uh, she was a captain uh, within, you know, through her college years. She is, she knows what it takes to be that that person. But frankly, she is a leader on the ice more than anything. She picked is small in stature, but huge in heart takes the team on her back even though she is small in stature it's amazing to watch isn't it oh my goodness some of those you know sliding blocks were just as a as a baseball and softball player i just love watching that beautiful i love it it's very good it's good analogy i love the connection that's good Good oh yeah i'm a sucker for good defense i love it But along those lines, I do think that there were some things, as you're a young team, that you're going to want to clean up. You know, as you see, also Kelsey Newman got some time. Both of your goalies gave great performances. But there were some things on the defensive end, I think, that you can take away from this series. What was the message there to the team? Yeah, so we've we've been working very hard on defensive zone, particularly. Um, You know, we we went in as a, a review of our game one and really understood that we played pretty well in the offensive zone and we were put a little bit uh, you know as as we as we went through the zones our obviously our defensive zone was what was struggling a little bit we made some changes and I thought we were much better today so when you take it that into consideration you break the game down a little bit bits and pieces uh, there's lots to lots of positives to take away and you return back to Buffalo after being on the road for two weekends and you get a familiar foe again in Connecticut. What are you looking forward to as far as having this team be in front of their home fan base? I think the Buffalo fans are phenomenal. That's, you know, that's going to be the big, uh, uh, big excitement for the players being in front of their home, hometown fans and uh, just the energy we can pull from that. You know, the uh, seventh player on the ice, so to speak, uh, we're looking forward to playing in front of our fans and uh, putting on a show. Well, Coach, it was a pleasure chatting with you, and I'll see you down the road. Thank you. After I spoke with Pete, I was able to talk to Brooke Stacy, who has one goal in each of her first three games in the NWHL. She's a rookie for the Buffalo Buttes, really stands out as one of the offensive powerhouses for this team. But I talked to her a little bit about what she feels she's able to contribute, how she hopes her and her line mates are going to be able to gel. And then I learned a little bit about her upbringing. She was... um, raised on a reservation up in Quebec, Canada. And she talked to me a little bit about that and having to learn English at an older age. So here's my interview with Brooke Stacy. All right, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, this series, but then overall what your NWHL experience has been. You've been able to score in every game so far, so that's always good. Yeah. Um, it's pretty exciting. Um, I think we're just getting started. Um, obviously, we're still getting used to each other. And I think as the season goes on, we're just going to click more and it's going to come. I think we're having trouble scoring. So once that starts coming, I think we'll be a lot better. And obviously we won't lose like this. So once we start scoring more, it'll be much better. And so, you know, that also sounds just like a team trying to establish their style of hockey. There's been a lot of turnover on this team. You've got players like Kareen Bowie, and of course, and Taylor Kersey, but then there are players that, like you that are going to have to find your role as, as the team comes together. So for you, you know, what's that process like, or, or, or what is the kind of the charge for you and your line as far as, like, how to blend together? Um, good question. Um, I think just taking it one day at a time. 
Um, each practice, we get to practice together as a line in some drills and in some systems. Um, so I think it's just taking advantage of that and then bringing it to the game, just that practice mentality. So we've seen you, as I mentioned, get a, a few goals now under your belt, but particularly uh, interested uh, to hear about that uh, penalty shot that you had and, and uh, what were you thinking there and, and how are you able to, to get past uh, Solander there? Yeah, um, so I was excited about the penalty shot, but um, at the start of the game, Anna, one of my teammates, told me the weakness of the other goalie because she played with her in college. So I knew I was going to shoot there. I did it in my breakaway in the first game, and it just kind of helped that she was able to give me those little details about the goalie, so I just used it to my advantage. There you go, team scout, I love it. <laughs> um, talk to coach a little bit, though, about just defensively, you know, how you feel that the team um, can learn from this series in particular and take that as you then face Connecticut at home uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, I think like Coach Pete says, um, we have to trust each other. We have to trust one another that we're each going to do each other's roles. Again, I think that goes back to just getting used to each other. And then I think eventually it'll click, and then we can just get the D-zone down packed and just relax a little bit. I think we're just kind of throwing it away pretty quick, so just getting used to each other and controlling that puck more. Yeah, I think that was an observation we definitely made on the broadcast, just wanting to control that puck a little bit more. But there were definitely some bright spots on defense. You got to see both of your goalies that made the trip in action. But then also, I mean, Peltier has been really great for you as well. What can you say about those three? Um, I love them all. <laughs> um, I especially like watching Peltier. Um, I played her in college for three years, and I'm just amazed by how slick she is like she's just so confident and like I don't even know what it is she's just amazing to watch and then Mariah is just like a beast because she's given a hundred percent like 150 percent every single shift every single game every single practice like it's amazing Newman um, that was my first time seeing her play ever um, I think she did really well I'm not I played with Mariah in college, so I'm more used to her gameplay. Uh, I think Newman did an amazing job today, and I think she'll just keep improving every game and every practice. And if I'm not mistaken, I'll get you out of here on this one. You're from Canada, ish, kind yeah, of, sort I live of. I'm on a reservation that's in Canada. Okay, okay, well, excellent. So, what can you tell me about just where you grew up and and what home is like, and and uh, you know, um, just your upbringing, so we can get the fans to know you a little yeah. bit better. Uh, so I grew up in Ganawage, which is a reservation in Quebec. Um, I grew up there till I was about 14. So I started playing hockey there. I was four or three. So I grew up playing hockey there, and then um, I ended up going to Double Letters, which was off the reserve, and then I ended up going to uh, prep school at the age of 14 in Ontario. So that was like an hour away from home. Uh, so I've kind of been away from home for a long time, but I grew up learning my language and my culture. Um, so uh, up until grade seven, I started to read and write in English. Only in grade seven, I started to read and write in English. So it was a big adjustment going to high school and starting English. So that's just a fun fact about me, I guess, and my reservation. Oh, wow. So that's amazing. Well, I think you've been doing great so far. But, um, you know, forgive just my ignorance, but what is the, the, the language that's, that's native to your family? It's Mohawk. So it's uh, Ganyakeha. Okay, excellent. Well, I learned something new, and I look forward to chatting with you throughout the season. Yeah, perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
And finally, let's have a conversation with Tori Sullivan. Tori Sullivan, another rookie that's been lighting up the lamp. She's been able to get several points now in her first several games for the Boston Pride. Of course, again, they swept the Buffalo Buttes in this two-game series. So here's Tori Sullivan after the first game, Saturday's game, against the Buffalo Buttes about how she's connecting with her line mates, but then also what she's expecting or what, what she was expecting from the Buffalo Buttes in that second game, considering that their goaltender, Mariah Fujimagari, really had a great game, over 40 saves on Saturday. She got pulled on Sunday, but here's what Sullivan had to say about the Buttes and, of course, her own team and what their task was after playing the Riveters in their opening game of the NWHL season on the road. Okay, so get the second win of the season, um, but you've been a player that's been able to contribute early in your career for Boston, uh, so so how's it feeling so far? Uh, it feels pretty good. I'm just happy to be playing games, and uh, it's a great team. Um, we have a good atmosphere and environment in the locker room, so no, it's been great um, getting off the start and um, getting these two wins here, so it's been nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still early, but uh, I think that we saw a little bit of a, a difference between that game with the Riveters, that first game away, and then here at home. For you, what were some of the, the differences, and, and what did you really try to build upon from that away game to coming home here? Yeah, well, we were uh, at practice this past week. Uh, we just really tried to you know, connect with our passes a little bit more um, and just uh, keep things a little bit more simple. Um, I think against the Riveters, we kind of uh, were a little bit all over the place. It was first game for a lot of us, um, a lot of rookies on the team. So um, it was just good to get that win out of the way for a lot of us. And now, now uh, it was good to, just to build upon um, each game, each practice. Sure. You're able to get the win, a 4-2 win, but Fujimagari really uh, was able to, to put up a lot of saves. Uh, so what are some of the things that you think you were able to do well tonight that you think you'll want to implement tomorrow afternoon to get past her? Um, well, just keeping things uh, keeping things simple. So we're, we're just trying to get as many shots as we can on that. That was pretty much our goal um, uh, today was literally just to, to get as many, like our coach likes to, likes us to get at least like 50 shots a game. So we <laughs> Literally, we're, we're we're hoping to just uh, um, you know maybe bury a couple more uh, a couple more of those rebounds or get a couple more greasy goals. So she she did a great job tonight, and um, so tomorrow we're just really hoping to um, capitalize on some of those opportunities. Yeah. Looking at the defensive game, especially, it seemed like all game long you guys were really attacking with a aggressive kind of man-to-man approach really getting a lot of those pucks off of those stretch passes just immediately yeah. sticking out and getting them on the back end was that uh originally intended to be your approach defensively or that's just what you really picked up on that you could kind of just catch them napping in those kind of plays very easily uh yeah so um we just our our game plan we just like to uh move our move our feet like we, our game's just really fast um fast pace fast uh uh hands fast decisions so um our goal is literally just to um be creative and just keep our feet moving um the entire game honestly and talk about your line chemistry early on. It seemed like every single line just was finding every single pass at every single area, and driving to the net seemed to be a very critical point. Do you expect to be continuing to do more of that tomorrow, just constantly getting bodies in front to screen off the goaltenders? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially she's done such a – the goalie's pretty, pretty – did pretty well tonight. So, um, 
Yeah, we're just going to continue um, to keep going hard at her um, and then obviously getting people up high because there are a lot of like uh, soft spots, soft areas that uh, we definitely could have done a better job getting into and hitting those spots. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to keep going after it and <laughs> hopefully uh, get uh, a win tomorrow. <laughs> All right, folks, again, my apologies for getting this out late, but I hope you enjoyed some of the sounds around the rink as I was here in Boston for the series. The Boston Pride hosted and then swept the Buffalo Buttes, so they are a perfect 3-0 and on the season. They will host the Minnesota Whitecaps at home next weekend, and then the Riveters come to town. I will be on the call for both of those games. Again, this is the Founding Four podcast, the NWHL-centric women's hockey podcast, independently run this season by me, Erica Ayala, as a part of Sports Talk with ELA. That's a new podcast network I'm starting up. We're over on Transistor FM. So thanks again for your patience and look out for a bonus episode. I'm going to give you a, a, a conversation that I had with Blake Bolden. Blake Bolden, former NWHL champion with the Boston Pride, also played with the Buffalo Buttes last season. And I talked to her after the Aurora Games. I'm going to give that as a bonus episode episode. We'll put that up there. Blake, always one of my favorites to talk to, if I'm being honest. And we talked about the Aurora Games, what that means for women's sports. And then she gives a little insight on some of her fitness and nutrition regimens and that she might be having a cookbook, Blake Bolden cookbook, Living in Color. Uh, so I have that interview with Blake Bolden for you that I'll offer as a bonus because I was late and delayed on this episode. But we'll be back. We're going to try and release an episode every Thursday. So make sure that you tune in at Founding Four Podcasts. We're on Twitter. And, of course, you can find us on Transistor and any of your favorite podcast uh, you know, listening places, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of those, iTunes, etc. So thanks, as always, for your support. A special shout-out to the patrons that make this show possible. Check us over at the Patreon for Sports Talk with ELA. Thanks, everybody.